Webmasterradio.fm, the flamethrower. Webmasterradio.fm, we're everywhere. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Master. Hello, everyone. This is Monty Khan. Uh, welcome to another week of Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. Uh, we have an action-packed show tonight. Um, I have the Traffic East special. Uh, we have both Rick Schwartz and Howard New going to be joining us in a little bit. Um, Rick and Howard are the co-founders of the Traffic Conference. And uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about their history, what's uh, on store for next week at the tr- live uh, traffic conference that's uh, slated for Hollywood, Florida, on uh, October the 24th through the 28th. And, um, of course, we're going to be hosting and, perf- and uh, conducting the largest live domain auction in history there. And uh, there's lots of great names coming in. As a matter of fact, the cutoff was just about an hour ago, and uh, now we're getting sorting through the list and, and narrowing down the list and uh, going to have probably the most premier list of domain names available for sale. Um, the second half of the show, we're going to be speaking with David Costello. He's the chief operating officer for Costello City's Internet Network. Names like PalmSprings.com, Acapulco.com, Nashville.com, Kennel.com, Whiskey.com, Cost.com are all part of his portfolio, one of the most valuable portfolios on the web. So with that, we're going to take a commercial break and be back on with Rick Schwartz and Howard New of Traffic. Stay tuned. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. Webmaster Frat House. WebmasterRadio.fm. Hey, bring your togas. WebmasterRadio.fm. Thanks for listening. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links baby textlinkads.com dude fishing in costa rica is going to be awesome amen bro now that value click media had netted fast click we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks you know while we're out catching snapper hey steve you're coming too right no i'm still using ben as our us.com i can't afford to be away you gotta work with value click media i got this great account manager who's easy to work with and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit Value Click Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details. Value Click Media. 
Start your search engine and put your servers into overdrive. It's WebmasterRadio.fm steering you into the winner's circle. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Domain Masters. Are you still master your domain? Yes. (laughs) Master of my domain. Here's your host. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Domain Masters. I'm Monty Khan. As I mentioned in the uh, show opener, uh, I have two very special guests on tonight. Uh, Rick Schwartz, a.k.a. Domain King and Webfather. He is the CEO and co-founder of Traffic, which is the conference that everyone is going to be heading towards Miami on next week in, uh, in Hollywood, Florida. And uh, Howard New, who's also the co-founder and vice president, secretary, and treasurer of Traffic. Rick and Howard, welcome to Domain Masters. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah, I'm great. Thanks, uh, thanks for both everyone. of you having on. Uh, now, this has been a pretty successful event so far. I've been uh, privileged to be able to, to uh, participate in, uh, in basically all the conferences. Let's go back a little bit uh, to both of you and maybe uh, give a little bit of background on how you got involved with domain names in the, in the domain name industry. Rick, why don't you go first? Uh, <laughs> well, I, I started at the end of 1995 uh, with my first domain name, and I had, uh, I had Vanity 800 numbers, which is uh, uh, kind of how I got onto the Internet. And uh, little by little, I kind of found out that the secret of all this was the traffic behind the domain name and then the type of traffic to get behind the domain name. And uh, before you knew it, there was a domain industry. <laughs> yep. And then, and you've, uh, you've acquired quite, uh, quite an extensive portfolio yourself, uh, names like Candy.com, Properties.com, Tradeshows.com, eRealEstate, of course. And uh, you were also uh, part, took, took part in one of the most successful uh, domain sales, which was Men.com, for $1.3 million uh, just two years ago. Yeah, well, hopefully someday there'll be uh, so, some more of those coming down the road. Yeah, so uh, you've been a seller of some premium names, and you've also been a buyer of a high-profile domain name, too. Uh, you purchased Property.com for $750,000, and that went along with one of your key uh, holdings as well, which was Properties.com, correct? Correct. And um, and at the last auction, uh, you took down CD.com for like $250,000, so you still believe in the market and believe it has a lot of legs, I guess. Oh, the well, the, the the market is just uh, we're we're just starting to get the attention of people. You know, we're we're just starting to get the uh, respect that uh, domain names really deserve for a long time. So uh, we're definitely at the beginning, not at the end. Yeah, definitely. Now, Howard, um, you've been practicing law since 1968, and prior to that, you were practicing certified public accountant and the former municipal judge of uh, of uh, North Miami Beach, correct? No, uh, city of North Miami, Miami. And, and, and you don't have to tell them how old I am, Money. <laughs> <laughs> um, so give us a little bit of background about how you got into the industry, because you're one of the lead domain attorneys in our entire industry, and uh, maybe give us a little bit of background on how you got involved in it. Well, I got involved because I had a client uh, who was in the adult business, and I was doing some legal work for him, and uh, he uh, put together a, uh, uh, a cruise of adult webmasters and asked me to speak on First Amendment uh, uh, situations and trademark and copyright infringement, and uh, I did, and uh, 
uh, picked up 50 new clients and uh, got involved in the Internet uh, by, the, by doing that. Uh, of course, one of those clients was Rick Schwartz. And uh, we, Rick and I uh, hit it off, and uh, uh, we've been uh, working together pretty much ever since. Yeah, and, and so you've you've uh, you've been on both sides of the uh, legal venue for domainers. Um, I guess um, you're more of a domainers attorney, so you help defend the rights of people that own domain names when some of the um, large companies or organizations are trying to come in and and uh, use reverse cyber squatting and some of the other techniques to try to get names back. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much uh, what I and uh, about a handful of my brethren do. Uh, I, but I got into the domain business uh, because of traffic. Um, uh, you know, I was representing domainers, but I never had any domains of my own. And we went to the first, uh, put together the first traffic conference two years ago. And I said, you know, what the heck am I doing? I should be collecting and investing in domains. So um, gradually I picked up a few, and I have just under 2,000 right now. And uh, I must say that you're uh, you're like one of the best um, um, organizers of a of a conference and uh, a great uh, a great speaker. And you've uh, been able to help these conferences move along in terms of its venue and um, and uh, schedule and and uh, uh, the introduction of all the speaking guests. And now this venue and this traffic conference has become a valuable resource for a lot of domain related industries and a lot of domain related people who come and uh, are looking to get into the industry and those that are looking to learn. Um, it's an action packed uh, conference. With with lots of keynote speakers, you know, with lots of uh, headline speakers, heads of corporations, Yahoo, Google, and everything. Bring us back, bring us back like a couple years, uh, either one of you, and talk about how the conference got originated, how it got off the ground, and where it's evolved to today. Go ahead, Rick. Well, <laughs> it, it, uh, it started as a little Boca Fest, and uh, maybe in my kitchen with 12 uh, uh, domainers. And uh, before you knew it, we had about 35 that wanted to come. And uh, Howard and I got together and said, well, maybe we should put this at a hotel somewhere, because this is, you know, kind of outgrown what we expected. And then the next thing you knew, um, <clears throat> we had uh, a fabulous and domain sponsor and a couple other guys and moniker, you wanting to sponsor the event. And... Uh, then before you knew it, instead of uh, 12 or 35, we had 135 people. And about this time two years ago, I can tell you, Howard and I were beside, my, beside ourselves because we knew our reputations were on the line, and neither of us had ever done a trade show before. <laughs> right, right. Well, you both did a great job. And then, and then of course, this has now evolved from 130-some-odd people to, I guess, uh, the last conference uh, uh, how many people showed up at Vegas uh, in May? Uh, we had 502 people in Vegas, and we expect about the uh, same here next week. So that's fantastic. So, um, and a lot of new people are, are also applicants and are, are being uh, are, are going to be attending the conference as well. I guess what, one of the things that we're doing for the uh, for the new people is we're we're conducting for the first time an orientation uh, at 3:45 on uh, Tuesday, the first day of the conference, uh, solely for. Uh, what we call newbies, people who have not been to traffic before, to show them what we've done in the past, what we're all about, and uh, and how they can get uh, as much as possible out of uh, being there for the next uh, three and a half days. Oh, that's great. That's great. Now, is there still time and still space to sign up for the conference uh, uh, currently? Uh, the, I sent out a thing this morning. I think there were about uh, 15 seats this morning or something like that, and I think there's about five seats left, so it's uh, it's just about a done deal. 
So if anybody's listening and you want to be the last of the five remaining open uh, seats available for the conference, go to targetedtraffic.com and sign up online. And uh, I can swear up and down and guarantee it will be worth every penny that you spend by coming to Miami or coming to Hollywood and being there. Uh, the networking, the auction itself is worth, uh, is worth every dollar that you pay, that's for sure. Well, Monty, in addition to the auction, which, of course, is a big draw and is going to be extremely successful under your tutelage, um, we are going to have an exciting keynote speaker this year, a, a gentleman that uh, everybody knows of, if not necessarily by name, certainly by reputation, and that's Tom Gardner, the Motley Fool. Yeah, definitely. So tell me a little bit about why he was interested in speaking and uh, some of the subject matter he's going to be talking about. <laughs> That's that's a pretty interesting question, Monty. We, uh, you know, we've really racked our, our heads around trying to figure out, you know, what kind of speakers to bring to traffic that uh, that really could understand what a domain is and what what we do and uh, why it's valuable to the world. And so, uh, you know, we had Ben Stein a couple of years ago, and we really haven't had a uh, a keynoter since then because we haven't. Figured out, and then when I stumbled on uh, Tom Gardner, the Motley Fool. I said, "You know what? This is a guy that thinks out of the box and is on Wall Street, and uh, I, I think I can give him some homework that would make him become very interested in the domain industry." And uh, Howard and I had a conference call with him on uh, Monday morning, and uh, Tom asked me, he "says uh, He says, Rick, what do you want me to speak about?" And basically, I told them, "Listen, I don't want to. I don't want one of your canned speeches. What we want is we want you to do a little research and find out what thing, what historical um, events or uh, um, commercial things in history uh, were very lucrative, but everyone missed, like domain names. I mean, here are six billion people on the planet, and really there's only a handful of people that figured out what, what a domain name represents, and that's why we all do this. So I said, find out. I said, you know, domains have gone up faster than gold, faster than real estate, faster than diamonds, faster than any other commodity in history. What other, uh, uh, whether it be oil or cars, I don't know, what other things in history were great and everyone missed? And I think when he does that research and uh, he, he sees what we do with domain names, he's going to become very interested in what we do. And he's a very sharp fellow after speaking to him for an hour the other day. Yeah, I definitely. The, the exciting thing about this is that, uh, you know, he has the ear of Wall Street. And uh, if, if he, in fact, uh, uh, does something on the, the Motley Fool concerning uh, this conference, uh, which in fact equates domains with 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 investments, be they high risk or otherwise. Uh, you get the ear of Wall Street; it changes all of the dynamics of what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, one of the one of the other new entries in the into this uh, particular conference is we're going to just be introducing a couple folks, a couple head folks from um, from uh, Madison Avenue on the advertisement side, on the advertising side, to uh, bring them up to speed about what's going on with domain names as well. Talk about a little bit about that. Well, that's going to be the precursor of a conference that we're that we're putting together right now for next June in New York, where where we we expect that Madison Avenue will be the feature attraction. 
Yeah, you know, so we'd be bringing the show right to New York and then Madison Avenue right there. And then, of course, uh, they're, the, they're the direct link to the advertisers and the online branding companies so that they can help understand the value of why all these domainers own these key generic domain names that help drive traffic you, you, indirectly through their industry. You, you know how I look at traffic? I kind of look at traffic as like a big cruise ship. And we have to go pick up all the elements of an industry and put them on board to show them what we do. The first people, when we started traffic, you've got to remember that uh, sponsors and domainers really didn't have much of a relationship. Very few had a relationship. So the first element that we brought were bringing the sponsors into the fold. And uh, then we went after um, uh, venture capitalists, and we brought them into the fold. Then we went after uh, investment bankers, and we brought them out into the fold. And, uh, you know, we're, we, we bring in Wall Street, and we bring in Madison Avenue, and, uh, and eventually the ship will go all the way down to Main Street. Yeah, definitely. And there are a couple publicly traded companies now that have made significant investments into the domain world, and one of them being Marchex, who took down a, a, an inventory of about 80,000 domain names right here at Moniker for $164 million using public funds, and it happens to be uh, their most profitable line of business. So uh, this, this whole concept of an outside investment strategy investing into another type of vehicle that will help raise the value of a company and of domain names in general is working for um, a couple of the publicly traded companies out there. And of course, some of the big bank slash venture capital companies such as Highland and Summit uh, took out a company called Buy Domains, and uh, they're uh, slated to do some exciting things that might be in the public market as well. Right. One of the, one of the exciting things in that regard, uh, Monty, that we're going to be seeing in traffic is not only your, your live auction on Friday, but your silent auction uh, throughout the course of the uh, conference. Um, and um, everybody who is in attendance is going to be getting a a uh, code word to be able to access um, the silent auction so they'll be able to uh, bid uh, on some really great domains that just don't make the live auction. Yeah, that's true. Um, the, just a little bit about the auction process is we're going to have uh, both a silent and a live auction. Um, but the silent auction will be actually an online auction, not a physical silent auction. And um, um, obviously with uh, uh, four hours to spend uh, at the live auction, there's only room for about uh, two, tw 250 to 300 domain names of premier quality. There's a lot of premier names that are going to be falling then into the silent auction, and there will be about 5,000 names in that venue, many of which that don't have reserve prices, many of which that are priced right to sell, and uh, it's going to be very exciting. And um, if you're going to be a, a traffic attendee, you'll have access to the silent auction from the 26th through the 28th, even after the live auction closes and um, you'll be given a special password to access the silent auction. And, of course, um, you're going to be given a special uh, password to access the, the premier domain list for the live auction as well. So let's talk a little bit about the auction and how it's evolved and what, what traffic is looking to accomplish and what we're looking to accomplish at this particular event, because this is going to be a record-setting domain sale venue, um, and, and there's a lot of reasons behind that. Uh, so talk a little bit about why you feel that this is going to be record-setting. Well, the, the first reason that this is going to be uh, record-setting is, uh, um, the, the, you know, the first auction was uh, we, we all kind of felt our way around it. The second auction, we said, my goodness, there were some serious names that went here for some bargain prices. And uh, the third auction, people are coming with lots of money in their pockets. They're coming with their, uh, their checking accounts full, and they're, checking, they're, they're coming to do business. And... Uh, you know, when you when you when you look at the the quality of the attendees and who's coming and the decision makers from these companies, they're not coming for their health. They're coming to uh, 
to acquire some premium domain, domain names. Right. And uh, obviously there's a lot of folks uh, holding off from buying names in the market because they're getting excited about the domain names being offered in the auction that's going to be occurring on the, uh, both on the 27th and in the silent venue. Well, I, I think this is really uh, changing the face of uh, how uh, the aftermarket of domains are, are, are changing with the, with the live auction. I mean, this is just uh, an incredible opportunity for both buyer and seller to uh, present what they have and to present it to the, the biggest domain buyers in the world all at one time, in one place, in one room, and uh, make a deal. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, there's uh, 40 some odd thousand names that have been submitted so far for consideration, um, and um, it's uh, obviously a very difficult job to go through those lists. And my whole staff and everybody here is uh, is participating in that. And we're going to be getting it down to a manageable level of between five and seven thousand domain names. And then, of course, the uh, traffic attendees and the audience will be picking what names they'd like to see at the main event. And I can tell you that, um, but with as much uh, effort that we've been putting towards of organizing the event um, and uh, um, also getting the names involved. We've also been talking to folks and making sure that their reserve prices are realistic. So there's going to be a ton of transactions done at this uh, well, at this conference, well, which is going to be great. When 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 the folks that are listening see the uh, the list of domains after the event and the prices that they sold for for none of, none, no no domainer in the industry is going to going to miss these events ever again because that's how 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 incredible. The lineup is. I mean, you know, in the last in, in in the last auction, we had a few that uh, you know would come up for our auction, and kind of everyone would laugh. There's going to be no dead weight in this auction. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, the last average domain sale at the last event was um, 58 names sold for an average price of forty thousand dollars, and that's pretty significant. You know, those it, are it those are considered pretty pretty high priced uh, domain names. And of course, we had a we had the uh, the largest .dot net sale in history, which was sex.net, which sold for four hundred fifty thousand dollars. And here, let me tell you, that, that was one heck of a bargain. Right. Now, in this event, um, we have a unique, um, a, a unique industry first-time event happening, and that is the new extension, .mobi, has slated 10 premium domain names for this event because they believe in this venue and the fact that a market is created at an event like this at traffic. So hats off to both of you guys for being able to do that. But the .mobi has... Has put has pulled ten premium domain names that they have not released to any of the public yet, and slated them for this event. So, a couple of those names are Hot.Moby, Fun.Moby, Wow.Moby, and and a bunch of others, um, um, even StockQuotes.Moby and others. And so, and there's other some also some other uh, .Moby names that uh, that I just found out that are going to be entered from some clients that own them, such as Gamble.Moby and so on. Rick, you have some um, some pretty good expectations or pretty good um, feelings about uh, .Moby a little bit, don't you? Well, I, um, I, I I think there's a uh, an opportunity possibly there. It, it depends if all the speculators buy all the uh, dot movies or not, um, and and it depends uh, uh, how uh, how uh, people with established websites embrace it or don't embrace it, or uh, or they just uh, offer a link on their dot com to be dot movie compatible at some point. So I don't know really how it's going to play out yet, but. Uh, Obviously, uh, it, I, I look at it as a, a de definite roll of the dice. Yeah, it's definitely a roll of the dice. For them, for them to choose. We're, we're, get, we're getting in on the ground floor here uh, with DotMobi. It's the first registry that has come to uh, traffic and, and has uh, provided uh, some of their top domains uh, for the auction. So I, I think that that in and of itself is a very exciting. 
Yeah, that's why you know to have to have them choose this conference as a venue to do a live domain auction for their not released domain names, that what they consider some of their premium properties as a test to see how it goes is a pretty is a well, pretty well, big uh, big pretty big thing, and it's a well, first well, time occurrence for a registry to do that. When they see the results, there'll be a long parade of people coming after that. Right, <laughs> right, for sure, for sure. Um, so, we're also Monty going to have. Uh, uh, something that was very successful in Las Vegas was our speed uh, networking, our extreme networking. Yeah, that worked um, out really well last time. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, every, we <laughs> we locked the doors, <laughs> and nobody can get out, nobody can get in, but uh, everybody uh, gets to meet everybody else at, on, a, on a very quality uh, basis, uh, and uh, uh, we, we have our own little secret formula on doing it, but uh, it's been very effective, and we're going... Because it was so successful in Las Vegas, um, even though some people unfortunately got shut out because they didn't know we were going to lock the doors, uh, we're, we're, we're letting everybody know in advance that that's going to happen this time, and, and uh, we, ex- we expect that to be very effective networking. Yeah, and then that, of course, that's one of the main reasons why people are coming to this event to network with fellow domainers, people that they have uh, that they have basically been corresponding by chat or by email with that they get to meet for the first time. In addition to some of the major corporations that help uh, with with providing all the foundation services in our industry, you know, not only we meet folks at Moniker, but as you mentioned before, people at uh, from from uh, Name Media and Demand Media and Fabulous and Domain Sponsor, which is the lead sponsor for this event, and um, all these great companies that are helping form our industry in general um, are all going to be there so you can interact with them, meet you know, face-to-face, look into their eyes, and know that we're all doing uh, great business to, together and in a cooperative manner to help expand our industry. You hit the nail right on the head because we like to say that our trade show is unlike any other trade shows because we, because we cut out all the noise. And you get to meet these people one-on-one. Uh, we have uh, more exhibitors than we've ever had before. But we are never going to have the the number of exhibitors like an ad tech or something like that because we we want to keep it personal. And uh, there's a certain formula that uh, Rick and I have uh, come up with, mostly Rick, uh, that that uh, that works, and and we intend to keep that formula for for quite a while. Great. So let's talk a little bit about the future because, um, um, like last year, I guess three traffic uh, shows are slated for 2007. Uh, talk a little bit about. Um, the different venues, what the plan is for 2007, and why it's important people should come. Rick, you want to do that? <laughs> well, no, the, the, uh, obviously we have the show next week, and uh, uh, the show next week will, de- uh, the results of that, a lot of that will determine what the uh, um, um, schedule will be for the show in Las Vegas in March, and that's at the Venetian and uh, then we go to New York in, uh, in June and back uh, to the Venetian here. I'm sorry, back to the uh, Hollywood, Florida in, in October again. Um, and, but what the, the key thing that Rick just mentioned is that um, we, we can't tell you what's going to happen at these other shows because we keep it fresh, and fresh depends upon what's happening in the industry at the time. For instance, one of the things that we're going to be discussing at this show is ICANN and what they're doing with the registries because that 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 is you know on everybody's mind right now. So uh, we, 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 Rick has been terrific in keeping the seminars and the and the information that's being uh, provided to the uh, attendees very fresh and and uh, and very topical. So for us to tell you now what's going to happen uh, a year from now, uh, impossible. It's it, it just not. We can't do that. 
Well, we're also living in an ever-evolving industry where lots of things are changing on a regular basis. There's new monetization opportunities, new companies coming into the market, a lot of uh, companies rolling up into other companies and offering new uh, products and services. So, of course, it's always changing, and what's hot today is uh, it may or may not be hot tomorrow, but we've already seen from a year ago how the show has evolved and how our industry has evolved as, as well. Uh, a lot of the focus is going to be on valuation. Because uh, if you, you buy into this uh, 6, 8, and 10x, well, that, that's good for you, but I don't buy into that. And uh, so I think we're go- the, the uh, industry needs a real good conversation of what a domain is worth. Yeah, because yeah, it's, 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 it's all over the board. I mean, obviously, uh, um, Marchek set a, a standard when they, well, they set a um, kind of a metric where. Floor. Yeah, they set a floor, you know, where, where by taking down a huge inventory for $164 million at a 7.5 to 8.5 times, you know, annual revenue, and people are using that as a guide. But as you say, it's floating around, you know, under that and a much over that, depending on what type of inventory it is, how brandable names are, what the future is, future industries, all kinds of other stuff. But, you know, what the good news is is that there was a transaction at that level, so it made everybody have a controversy about it, and also... Um, uh, it, it's a benchmark for us to work from to find out what the next valuation indicator is. Right. Well, we, we have to define X, and we have to uh, explain why X is X. And uh, I think we're going to have a really lively debate of those that think uh, X is worth uh, 10 years' revenue. And, uh, I mean, the average uh, Wall Street stock or company is uh, 15 or 17X. And uh, you got to remember, they have employees and overhead and all that, and... Uh, we just we just have uh, oil wells. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Hey, Howard, before I, I let you go, um, what are some of the new um, like legal items that domainers should be concerned about that might be covered at some of the conferences in the future? I know that uh, um, in the past we've had we've focused a lot of uh, energy and time on helping um, helping the industry in general to prevent domain theft, and then we got into what's called reverse hijacking, which is kind of like uh, the big companies coming in and and trying to take names away when they may not have a right to it. What are some of the new types of law? Uh, uh, legal cases that you're seeing on the on in the horizon, or what are you starting to see as a trend that people should be concerned about or be uh, um, kind of aware of? Well, the big there's two big trends. One is uh, you know whether the courts have jurisdiction or not, and and the courts are finding more and more uh, uh, forgetting about uh, WIPO and NAF for the time being. But you know you go into federal court in the United States, and uh, you find uh, more and more that they're finding jurisdiction, uh, and they can serve you by email and and that type of thing, so that uh, most of the, uh, the the courts are now finding that what, for some reason to accept the uh, jurisdiction of a case. Uh, the other thing, of, of course, is is the continuing debate as to whether domains are property or not property, or whether con- whether they're contract rights. And the courts uh, have been split on that. And uh, uh, I, I'm not sure if there's a case that's been filed that is right on point uh, that will be determined very shortly, but. Um, it has been a concern of, of many courts where, with California being on one end and Virginia being on the other. So uh, th- those still have to be resolved. Yeah, definitely. And, Howard, you're going to be joining me at uh, Webmaster World on a legal panel 
um, as well, as, along with a couple other attorneys, and we're going to talk about some of these issues uh, regarding some of the new legal challenges with own, domain ownership and some of the opportunities with domain ownership. And so uh, those of you who, um, who do attend frequently, which a lot of you do that are listening, um, and on the chat board, go to the Webmaster World Conferences and, and SES. We cover a lot of these items as well as the monetization opportunities um, that are out there and always you know, try to educate and keep everybody informed so um, uh, domain owners have their rights and, and understand why they have the right to own domain names when they do. Okay, folks. Well, um, I, I want to thank you both for your time. We look uh, very forward to uh, next week and a great conference, a great successful domain auction, and a great venue uh, for domain names and uh, increasing the valuation of everybody's portfolio. And uh, uh, again, hats off to both of you for, for creating a great venue for people to get together, interact, build relationships, meet their um, compadres and their partners and their companies they do business with and their and their friends head on and meet each other and come up with new. Turn, you know, new business opportunities together because that's where it's all happening is at that conference. A lot of deals are struck out of the last three conferences, and, and it's been great. And hats off to you, Monty, for, uh, for helping make the auction a success. And I, and it's, I, I know that with your uh, uh, guidance, uh, it's going to get bigger and better as we go along. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, and just for all of you that are listening, the auction is going to be broadcasted live right here on this network. Uh, last year when we did this, or in May we did this, so we actually had several hundred people. Uh, the estimate was like four or 500 people listening live, and then people were going into the different domain forums and chats and giving up-to-date live events of wh- what names were selling at what price, and it was really great. We're going to be broadcasting that live on webmasterradio.fm on a special edition of Domain Masters. You'll hear some of the commercials at the commercial break about that particular event. And we're going to keep Ron Jackson real busy with those top 100 slots. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. Well, thanks, uh, thanks to both of you, and we look forward to next week. Thank you, Monty. Thank you, Monty. Thanks okay. for having us on. All, All right. right. See you next week. Thank you. All right, again, uh, thank you to my special guests, Howard uh, New and Rick Schwartz, the founders of Traffic. Again, if you want to attend the conference, there's only five or six seats left. It's uh, at targetedtraffic.com. There's a lot of information about the schedule, the speakers, the venue. Um, If you miss this event because it's almost sold out, there's another one in March, another one in June, and another one in October of next year. And I do uh, strongly suggest that people go to this conference and meet uh, everybody that's in the domain industry. Uh, We're going to take a short commercial break and be back on with David Costello. Um, He's the Chief Operating Officer for Costello City's Internet Network. This is some of the best domain names, city names that you've ever heard of, and we're going to talk to David about his business and his domain portfolio and get some tips and tricks about how to be successful uh, at the domain business. Stay tuned. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. Getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're the coolest place around. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. 
Wow, looks like you caught another one. Yeah, thanks. That uh, makes 23 so far. You're kidding me. I haven't caught a thing yet. Really? Well, what kind of bait are you using? Same as you. Well, then maybe it's where you're fishing. What do you mean? Well, if you want to catch fish, don't throw your line out in the middle of a big lake. Take a smart look around for where the fish congregate, like over by this log. So I just have to look smart, huh? That's right. It's all about fishing where the fish are. Learn how you can fish where the fish are. Go to signup.looksmart.com. Signup.looksmart.com. You've seen those reality game shows throwing around millions of dollars. You or no survivor American Idol. Well, WebmasterRadio.fm brings you a true reality show where millions upon millions of dollars in domains are on the line. Friday, October 27th, beginning at 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 10.30 a.m. Pacific, Webmaster Radio presents the Traffic East Domain Auction. Join the host of Domain Masters, Moniker.com's Monty Khan, as he brings you this multi-million dollar spectacular that you can afford to miss. The Traffic East Domain Auction, live from the Diplomat Hotel in Hollywood, Florida, hosted by Domain Master Monty Khan. Live, Friday, October 27th, beginning at 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 10.30 a.m. Pacific, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Open your windows for a breath of fresh air. WebmasterRadio.fm. And hey, Mac, we're here for you too. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes. (laughs) Master of my domain. Here's your host. Hello, folks. Welcome back to Domain Masters. And thanks again to Howard New and Rick Schwartz. Uh, It's going to be an exciting traffic conference. My next guest is just as exciting, uh, David Castello. Uh, he's the Chief Operating Officer for Castello City's Internet Network. This uh, portfolio of names is some of the biggest, most uh, most valuable domain names in the entire industry. Names like PalmSprings.com, Acapulco.com, Nashville.com, LagunaBeach.com, uh, GolfClub.com, Kennel.com, Cost.com, which is one of our headline names for the auction. Whiskey.com, another headline name uh, for the auction. David and his uh, brother, Michael, are also... Uh, part of the uh, board of the directors for the Associated Cities uh, Network. This is the group of domainers that own some of the top cities in the entire world. Uh, if everybody remembers uh, last year, I had Dan Paul Crano on, who owns uh, Los Angeles and San Francisco and Dallas and Memphis and a bunch of cities also, and uh, we have a lot of those folks as customers, and uh, they're great domainers and have a lot of insight on how the domain industry works and how to be successful at their business. David, welcome to Domain Masters. Thank you, Monty. Good to be here. So give us a little bit of a background about how you got into this business, how you were able to accumulate such top, you know, valuable uh, pieces of uh, domain real estate uh, on the web. Give us a little bit of background how you got into it. Well, basically it all started with rock and roll. My brother and I were in a band together for years, and then we kind of branched out. He went into production, uh, and usually in the studio he used recording tape, but in the early 90s he was using a, a system called the Spectral System, which is basically recording with computers. 
And from there, he kind of segued into the Internet. And he, he started acquiring these names in uh, 1995. He was telling me about them, but I was promoting shows. I was promoting shows at the Roxy and the Whiskey on the Sunset Strip in Los Angeles, doing my own thing. And it sounded interesting, but uh, it didn't really come together between us until 1997 when I left the music industry and basically went back to my hometown of Boynton Beach, Florida, just to relax. And uh, our mother said, you know, why don't you talk to your brother, do something with your brother with these, this thing he's doing on the Internet. And uh, I sat down with him, and we looked at some of the names, and one was our hometown, Boynton Beach. We had BoyntBeach.com. And, you know, I'm also a writer, so I started writing history articles and writing about the city. And I knew a lot of the mom-and-pop businesses. I put them on there. And, and we started to see, I, start, I started to see things happening. So that was really the start of it. He got the names in 95. I came into the picture in 97. And after about four months of building LittleBoynBeach.com, I said, uh, which of these city names uh, are doing well? And he said, well, PalmSprings.com is, is doing a lot of traffic. So I hopped in the T-Bird, and I arrived in Palm Springs March 1st of 98, and things quickly uh, quickly snowballed from there, very quickly. Yeah, so so how many domain names do you guys have in your portfolio to date? We have uh, probably almost 1,000 names. So you have 1,000 names, and, and obviously they're some of the best names in the entire industry. So besides some of these city names, you also have some, some really killer uh, single-word domain names with a lot of meaning and I guess with a lot of traffic as well. Exactly. And what had happened was I, I, had, I had fixated and concentrated on the city names because I saw a way to monetize them. But you're right. There's a, there's a whole other side to our portfolio that is, that is equally, if not more impressive, that we, we have developed some of them. Uh, daycare.com is doing extremely well. Golfclub.com has its own reservation center in Palm Desert, California. But a lot of the names we had have, we have parked, but they're, they're phenomenal names, like rate.com, sample.com, uh, cost.com, which, which will be at the auction. And we had started to really concentrate on those, uh, start looking at that side of our portfolio. And, uh, you know, that's why we're excited to come to traffic and, and meet a lot of people. It'll be the first one we're going to. We've heard a lot of good things. And it's really the other side of the whole network that we're really starting to uh, – Really starting to 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 to, to, uh, to concentrate on developing. So so are you guys um you're, uh, are you guys full time uh, domainers now earning your living from the domains and the traffic and the revenue that you're generating from the business? Oh yes, I mean, we've been we've been full time since uh, well, we incorporated uh, in March of '99, but we we were full time uh, before that. I mean the the uh, the city names alone do extremely they do extremely well. Right, and, right. Uh, we've 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 perfected that. And, uh, yeah, it's 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 actually a blast. I mean, it's it's kind of ironic. I would never, I never thought I'd say this. We're having more fun now than we were playing in the band. Yeah, well, that's what a lot of domainers are saying. So uh, you're going to get to meet a lot of those fun uh, friends when you when you come into Miami, and you're gonna, you're not going to believe how much fun they're all having because everybody's making a lot of money monetizing their domain names. So so let's talk a little bit about um, how the um, the domainers that are listening and the folks that are just about to get in the business, how they can be successful at their business. So give us some of the, the inside tricks and secrets that have made your business successful in your associated city network type strategy that others can use in theirs. Tell us a little bit about what you learned, what you should do, what you shouldn't do, and how to be really successful at what, uh, what domain names to go out and acquire and, and, you know, being successful on the web. Well, well, my perspective started with the city names, and now we've we've gone over to to the non-city names, and 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 it's it's really apples and oranges, and, and so I'll share it with you. It's a lot of the same principles. Uh, with the city names, I when I came in, I was fairly ignorant about the, about the internet. I, I knew marketing well. I mean, the business I was in promoting concerts is is a, is a very it's a tough business. 
you have to have really good street and things. You can go belly up in a day. Right. And so when I came in, I saw the traffic these names were doing. You know, a lot of it was intuitive traffic, but they were great names. And I equated that traffic with people coming in the gate, coming in the door when I'd have a concert. And I'm thinking, well, this is great. There's already a pipeline of people coming through. That was just a way to monetize it. And then, and then it went from there. You know, content, of course, is king. And it's, there's such a fantastic synergistic effect. When you have one of these names with the intuitive type and traffic, and then you compound it with, with content. And, and it's, it's like with the public, it's so interesting. They, nobody ever forgot palmsprings.com. Nobody ever forgot, you know, when we'd say daycare.com or golfclub.com. They would never say, what was the name of that site? And that alone, because to me, the public always dictates your success. And the way the public will remember and utilize what you have, that's, you really have to go with their flow. You know, a lot of what I do now is not the way I may have done it for myself, but I saw, I learned a long time ago in the music business, you follow the public's lead. And I saw the way they were gravitating towards these names. And so it's basically just a pipeline of oil coming out of the ground and you having to build a refinery. That's, that's basically what you do. And with names like this, I mean, there's, there's many different ways to go about it. Some people use CPC, some people do leads. We do static advertising, which, which I got from the newspapers. I saw newspapers were charging monthly and yearly rates, and I decided to do that with the city sites. You know, we were told it couldn't be done, which with me and my brother is like putting a red flag in front of a bull because our gut told us it could work. And it's, it's, you just go with the flow. And, and when you have a name that, that people gravitate towards, especially when you're dealing with a lot of these names that we have and names that we'll also, I see, are going to be at the auction, those names are branding and marketing monsters. And as long as you put something quality behind it, they'll, they'll beat a path to your door because they're already coming in the first place. I mean, there's intuitive traffic. Uh, intuitive traffic means the name is so much already out there, the word is already out there, that, that they come to it. And then if you compound that with building a site and search engine optimization, you've got such a synergistic effect, it's extremely easy to monetize. Uh, the, the difference I remember before that the big crash of early 2000 was you had intuitive names, but you had people buying catchy names, and they're not the same thing. They're not the same thing. Um, it's much more important to go for an intuitive name or even an intuitive phrase. You know, so it's, it's, it's uh, those type of names, like I said, you've already got a pipeline of traffic coming through. And I'd, I'd, watch these, I'd watch infomercials late at night, and I actually had a friend who produced infomercials that did quite well, and she told me, well, the toll-free number does well, but our, our domain name, our website doesn't do well. I remember watching one of the commercials, and I couldn't remember the name. It was some goofy long name, and I'm thinking, they're spending all this money on advertising and promoting a product. If they had a simple, intuitive name, they would compound their revenue and, and, and everything else that much more. It, right, right. So the, so the name was left open to register, probably, and they never even covered themselves on the web. Exactly. Right. Exactly. They, they so, had some goofy so you long have, you, name. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Bonnie. Uh, well, I mean, so you, you have the advantage because you got in early and, you, and you've been able to accumulate some of the most valuable properties. What would you suggest to the folks that, are, that weren't in the situation that you were in, that got in early, missed, missed the first initial rush, but still is interested in the industry? Because there's a lot of legs in the industry still. Do you recommend them holding out to try to buy a domain name in the aftermarket? Are there still good strategies and techniques in acquiring uh, decent names with the extensions that are available today uh, that may not be .coms? Give us your, uh, your feeling and your feedback on that. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very pro.com. There, what happened eight years ago was essentially with the public a pop phenomenon. They know it as, as .com. So that's not to put down other TLDs or extensions, because some can do quite well. My brother and I 
we only we only buy developed dot coms. In fact, I have seen some great dot orgs, and I have bought the dot com, and we immediately get the spillover traffic because people. I mean, remember when Cheney was on the debate? Yeah. And he kept saying factcheck.com. Well, it's factcheck.org. But even he, you know, intuitively just went for the dot com. Right. And, 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 and remember, we're, we're dealing, uh, uh, how I, I really believe the public has the final say here. And the way they go and, with the, and what they remember and how they utilize it is going to dictate a lot of your revenue. And I feel that, you know, I've, I've spoken to some people that are developing these names that, you know, you're never going to remember. You just hope they can get, they're going to be totally search engine dependent. There's no intuitive traffic. And I said, you know, you should have taken all that money because they're spending a fortune on traditional media, radio, and TV, and you should have bought a really good domain name because it's, it's, an, it's an asset. It's a great investment. It, only, it has intuitive traffic. You have a pipeline always coming through, and, only, and, and you're already building on momentum. The, the, the idea of starting from the ground up with some goofy long name or whatever is, is just, I would, never, I would never do it. I'd rather invest in a name. And uh, that has the intuitive traffic, and then build from there with an idea or a way to market it, and, and put a product or content or whatever behind it. Right, right. Now, the other side of your business that you've been successful at is besides having the name, and that, as you mentioned earlier, is the content side. You've been able to turn um, a, a lot of the domain names into very sticky, content-rich sites that's actually conducting business, generating traffic, even more traffic, and revenue. Talk about the tricks that you've been able to learn, some of the feedback and some of the um, insight that you're able to give to others about putting up the best pet types of pages with the right content so that it attracts business and people can be successful once they have a website up and running. Well, the old the old saying, content is king, is 100% true. So we believe in that so much that when we sign a client, let, let's take PalmSprings.com, which, which is, is, you know, that, that, that's our flagship site. With PalmSprings.com, when we sign a client, whether it's a hotel or restaurant or any type of business or attraction, it doesn't matter, we don't link out to their site. We build them a, splay, a splash page. And you know what? We build them a splash page for free. And then we link off that page. So as long as the splash page is free, they're not going to argue. They pay us for the place for the advertising, but we build the splash page. And then you and get the benefit uh, of the linking strategy. Exactly. And also it's original content. And, um, you know, all, all the reps, will, they're, all, they're also writers. That's, that's the kind of salespeople we look for, people that are kind of this duality where they can sell, but they can also write. And they throw up this, this splash page. They, they interview the owner. The owner loves it. And it's great because uh, it, it works two ways. One, it works well for us because we have the content. Two, it works well for the consumer because time is your enemy on the Internet. Most people that are flying through a site are going to absorb 80% of looking at a page in about 10 to 15 seconds. And if you're really trying to get your client, your client out there, it's almost like a page in a magazine or, or if you're driving on the freeway at 90 miles an hour, the time you have to take to look at a billboard is about as much time as you've got to push that client on a high-traffic site. So when they're linking out to a site, they do what's called ping-ponging. They get hit with the front page, there's a table of contents, and chances are they're going to hit the back button and ping-pong back to the main site, which would be one of our city sites. We learned with the splash pages that the revenue and the uh, business just skyrocketed for the client. So it was a win-win for both the client and, and for us as, as a domain owner. Yeah, that's great. So, so that's a great linking strategy that um, that maybe not a lot of people know about. Is that uh, it, it's not that you bring them to your site, but you build them a splash page, and then you link off of that site. So that helps with your link relevance and your link um, your link uh, p- uh, power rating in, in terms of the industry. So, and it's valuable content that's uh, dynamically changing. And then, is your advertising business? 
from those particular clients based off of a CPA model? Is it based off of a cost per click? Do you get a percentage of everybody that signs up and stays at their hotels, for instance, or books reservations at a restaurant? Tell me how, what, what's been most successful for you. Well, well, the first time I heard about CPC, I went running the other way. It didn't make any sense to me because I've, I've been in sales. I'm thinking, my God, if somebody gets five real estate leads, they could sell a $600,000 house, but how much is that for CPC? So it, it didn't appeal to me. And I basically, since I write history and I'm kind of an amateur historian, I know the history of radio and television, and I was thinking of, of print media, and I'm thinking, well, why don't we just do static ads? And, of course, you raise your rates. You started real low. They get slammed. And we raised our rates. We do that with some people. Uh, with some people, for instance, a golf club actually pays us a licensing fee. They license the golf section of PalmSprings.com. Uh, there's different ways. There's different ways, but we don't do CPC ever. Uh, we do we do static rates. Um, we build it to the point where we're looking we're looking at it in a way as if as if we were a newspaper or a magazine. And I think most people should look at their sites that way. I mean, could you imagine if you would do? Could you imagine if the New York Times was paid by running a full page on a Sunday, but the New York Times only got paid by how many people called the phone number on that page? They would never do it. Right. They would they they, they put the page up and whatever your business is that you get, and, and they get their flat rate. Well, that was much more appealing to us. And we did it, and I've got to tell you, the revenue the revenue stats bear it out. I mean, just the front page alone, you know, PawnSprings.com a year, I don't even want to say what it makes, because it's, it just, you know, some people look at us cross-eyed, but it does well, and it has, it has a 94% resigning rate, and the front page is currently sold out. So That's great. That's great. It's doing now- something right. So now off of your city sites and maybe onto you know names like kennel.com and um, and uh, some of the non-city names cost and whiskey and those types of things are you monetizing those for you know through uh, just generating uh, parking pages or are you doing stuff with those as well Well as we developed for instance daycare.com you have all the daycares pay for the listing according you know based on the region and city yeah you you get more you get more in, in, into the flat rates you it, when you when you build a site you have a name that has the intuitive traffic and then you compound it with the search engine traffic You've got this unbeatable battleship, right. and once the clients realize it, they start coming on. It, it, it's, it just starts to snowball, and we, we, we did it very well with daycare. Golf Club is doing great. We're going to start to be doing it with kennel, which, which will be fun because I'm a dog owner. <laughs> and, uh, and then as we get to the other sites, that, you know, these, these are big sites. These are big projects, and now, they've got to be uh, you know, handled that way. Now, do you do any kind of? Do you buy any kind of keywords? Do you do do you do most of your business organically and generate your traffic through uh, the, the the mechanisms that you described, or do you go out and buy keywords and drive additional traffic to your site, or do you rely on the natural direct navigation from just having just kick-ass domain names? You you got it. You just said, you just said it perfectly. The direct kick-ass navigation. I mean, what is the point of uh, you know? We spent a lot of money. We our, our last major acquisition was Nashville.com, and we spent a lot of money on the name. And some people kind of looked at us, but let me tell you something. When Remax came on, we, the site wasn't even up yet, and ISP had owned it. And as soon as we put their lead sheet up uh, uh, for real estate, they got five leads the first day. And they called me right away, and they, they were like, well, are you playing a joke on us? And I said, what do you mean? I said, well, you can't find this name. How do we just get five leads? I said, it's called intuitive traffic. And, you know, and, and they got it. And it's funny because once you know, the client sees it, they realize there's your site and there's everybody else. And that's it. Yeah, you have the intuitive traffic. But then, of course, as you build content, you know, the engines pick you up, but you compound it. you got to realize that PalmSprings.com, which I think for search of Palm Springs, I think on Google right now is, I think it's like number two. It does really well. Seventy percent of the traffic to Palm Springs is not through a search engine. It's through direct it's, navigation. It's intuitive, correct. 
Right. So it's becoming like an it's becoming like an Amazon or an eBay because people are just typing it in. There's no reason to go anywhere else. Right. Right. Well, exactly. And and the thing is, is that it even has more of an advantage because people already knew what Palm Springs was. I mean, Amazon, I thought was ten foot women down in Brazil. So I realized what they were doing with the site. eBay, I didn't know what that was, so I went to the site. Uh, with a lot of these other names, you know, for instance, you know, when you have a name like Kennel.com, you know, it's about dogs. We own Bullion.com. When that's developed, of course, it'll be about precious metals. Right. Right. Well, that's great. That's great. Any other uh, tips or tricks that you can share with everybody that people wouldn't even know about that uh, maybe help them uh, be successful in their business? It's it's actually pretty simple. My favorite phrase is less is more. I mean, remember, time is your enemy. The public, if you're putting something in front of the public's face, give them a lot of information as short as time possible and then as many, and in as many different areas. And um, it's worth it. I can tell you, because my brother and I have done it many times, uh, even recently, not just back in the beginning when they were inexpensive, we pwned up a lot of money for these domains. And they are assets, and correctly built, they are worth every penny times 100, whatever you're going to pay for them. And just give us some insight, being, being a domainer from the very early days, where do you see the industry going in the next uh, one to five years? What, what's, what do you think is going to change, and what do you think is going to remain the same? Well, it's, it's going to be, there's, there's no real shortcuts. I mean, it's going to come down to content. It's going to come out to developing these names. I mean, parking is nice, but... You know, when it gets to the point, you really have to develop these things. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's snowballing out there, and as, and as, and we do really well, but we still, we haven't stopped pushing. We we're still pushing like it's 1997, and it's, it's, it's important to do that. And, you know, it's, it's, that's, it's, it's, think of yourself as you're building a newspaper when you build one of these sites. You start as like some little hand up thing, and you're trying to build into a big newspaper. Look, look at it that way. Uh, there's a lot to be learned from traditional media, the way they had to promote, the way they had to get out in the public eye to be su- successful. A lot of those same rules still apply. Right, right. And, um, and uh, have you, uh, have you um, do you have any kind of reservations or concerns about the, all the click fraud that's going on, at, you know, and what Google and Yahoo are doing to clean their networks up? Uh, does that directly impact your business at all, or do you think it helps it? Well, I, I, well we, don't do, we, don't, we, we don't deal with click through, so we don't have the click fraud problem. I mean, we... Uh, you know, it's, it's a different, it's a different thing with us. I mean, I mean, some, some of our clients want traffic. Some, some, as far as the hotels can actually track the revenue coming in, uh, off their ads with us. Um, I mean, we're, we're in a, we're in a, we're in a different ball game, uh, the, the way we do it. We, we do it in a much more, uh, kind of a, it, it's just a different way. I mean, I, I always thought, I always thought click through was done because if you had a site and the client wanted to make sure the traffic that was coming to that site was, you know, applied to them, you did the click throughs so they knew the clicks was traffic that applied to their business. We don't really have that problem. When you deal with a city name or one of these big intuitive names like Kennel, you know, people go to Kennel because it's about dogs. I mean, people go to Nashville because it's about the city of Nashville. So we don't have that kind of, we don't have that dilemma. Right, right. Well, I was just talking about the industry in whole, you know, as a whole, about how it's going to affect. Actually, I think, I think what's going on with this whole click fraud phenomenon and ad traffic that's happening with Yahoo and Google actually helps great domain name direct navigation sites because people tend to type in those domain names, and that's a consistent, like you said, 90-some-odd percent of your traffic comes in from direct type-ins, not from search engines anyway, yet you're listed yeah. as number two in the search engine for Palm Springs yeah. organic, organically. Yeah. Yes, and but but it's only all the engines for PopStrings.com is only about thirty thirty two percent of its traffic, right. which when I found that out blew me away. I thought before we really did the numbers, I thought maybe ten fifteen percent, and then when I saw that, and this is this is going back a ways, I just leaned back in my chair and said, of course, this this is why these sites are generating so much revenue. Uh, when I think of the word intuitive, and I agree with what you're saying now about click fraud and how it does it does really 
shine a nice light on these on these these names that have the intuitive traffic. Intuitive traffic is pure traffic, right? It's pure. It's pure traffic, and there's there's no there's no funny business about it. And as the advertisers and the clients, you know, as they realize that, like I said, PalmSprings.com has a ninety four percent resigning rate, which is ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's crazy stuff. I mean, the amount of money to be on that front page. You see, when you'll see one of those little tiny tiles on PalmSprings.com, the average rate is fifteen hundred dollars a month on a one year contract. Wow, <laughs> you're doing great on that. That's, yeah, that's for like sure. Yeah, there's like there, so yeah. Well, um, what you're experiencing, um, even though you have a, a great direct navigation name, is um, the latest study that came out from Website Story, uh, which did the study in 2003 about 47% of all internet users typed in directly into the URL line, URL line where they wanted to go. I don't know if you remember that study from 2003. Yes, and I do. That that, w- that was the that was the beginning of what direct navigation was. That although there were search engines available, that uh, 47% of all internet users went to the URL line to type in their ultimate destination to get where they wanted to go. And yep. that study um, was just redone in um, in the spring, and the stats were uh, were amazing to me. And that is, with even with the increase of Internet users, the insert, you know, the, this, this, just the resurgence and the increase of usage of search engines, that now 67% type in directly to the URL line of where they want to go. So... It's direct navigation. It's all about direct navigation. It's about typing directly where you want to go to save steps and time. Uh, although the uh, the search engines are, are, of course, huge and making tons of money on their paid advertising listings, and there's more and more people doing research and looking at other things there, most Internet users type in where they want to go in the URL line to get there. <laughs> and, you, and you know why I like that? Because the thing about the Internet, and it really appeals to people, individuality and people thinking on their own, most people don't like to be told what to do. And they like to do, they like to just go with their instincts once they're allowed to do so, and that's that's what that says to me. It says to me, you know, they they're going to go with what makes sense to them, and and put it in, and and it, and that's exciting to me because it shows that people, as they're getting used to the internet and becoming more comfortable with it, and it's becoming a part of everyone's lifestyle, they're they're using this 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 medium the way it, it makes sense to them, and uh, I actually caught myself doing it actually a while back. Uh, I was going to Monterey. Uh, for a weekend, and I did find I was looking for. I just put in Monterey.com, which is which is a great site, and uh, that's how I booked my hotel. And I said, "Look at this! I just did. I just did it myself." <laughs> well, what are what our clients are doing? Yeah, definitely. Well, David, it's been a pleasure having you on, and I look forward to meeting you uh, for the first time um, at the traffic conference. I'm glad that we're also representing your domain names for sale, and uh, um, just a. Just uh, some high points or highlights about uh, some of the names we're selling in general. Of some of the top names, uh, your names are, are some of our top uh, names that will be uh, up for auction and are getting some interest, and that's Cost.com and Whiskey.com and Bourbon.com and so on and so forth. And, and uh, you know, it's, uh, it's exciting to see some of those headline domain names getting attention and also um, up for auction for, uh, you know, what could be millions of dollars. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. My brother Michael and I, this is, uh, this is the first one we're going to. We've heard great things about traffic. I'm looking forward to meeting you and, uh, and saying hello to everyone. Well, great. Um, and thank you for being on Domain Masters, and, I'm, uh, and uh, the show will be archived, and I'm sure a lot of the things that you have said will, will take heart with a lot of people that are listening and help them be better at, uh, at, uh, at their online business uh, as a result. That's great. Th- thank you, Bonnie. All right. Thank you, David. I'll see you next week at, uh, at uh, traffic. I'll see you at traffic. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.
Okay, folks. Well, again, thanks to my uh, to my guest, David Castello, and um, um, you know, fortunate and uh, definitely made uh, made a move in the internet early. Got some great properties, uh, uh, some great type in domain names. makes uh, makes their full living with their direct navigation domain names in this business, and that's another reason why uh, traffic and its conference and the folks that attend that conference are um, of such uh, uh, of, of regarded regarded so highly because uh, they were able to go out and accumulate these domain names that are now driving. Um, basically, 10 to 15 percent of all search revenue generated by Google and Yahoo are the result of these direct navigation names. That's a pretty big statistic because that's uh, about a billion dollars now in 2000. You know, in this fiscal year, will be generated just from direct typed into domain names. Um, it's incredible. So, in any case, um, just uh, just a couple updates uh, about the schedule next week. Uh, next week, we'll be broadcasting live from the Traffic East Conference in Hollywood, Florida. Um, That'll be Wednesday. Uh, we'll, of course, have some live interviews on the floor. It'll be two days before our live domain auction, which will also be broadcasted live on webmasterradio.fm uh, here on uh, a special edition of Domain Masters. Um, we will start the live auction on Friday at 1.30 Eastern Standard Time, and it will run till 5 o'clock or 5.30 Eastern Standard Time. And uh, there is going to be uh, some of the highest, most valuable domain names up for sale at this, at this event. HMO.com, auction.com, whiskey.com, um, cost.com, um, tons and tons of really, you know, just killer domain names of the highest value and highest regard in our industry will be up for sale at this event. And so we're pretty excited about it. Um, uh, there'll be a live auctioneer that we had on the first event, and um, he's quite an entertainer, and we met with him today, and he's all fired up for the event as well. And um, so you're going to join us live at Traffic on Wednesday for a live uh, uh, a show for Domain Masters, and then on Friday, the live domain auction at 1.30. With that, I'll let everybody go. If anybody's interested in attending the conference, there's only five seats left. Uh, uh, go to TargetedTraffic.com, and there'll be three conferences in 2007. Um, also, just a note is that we're going to be putting on the world's largest and first adult domain auction at the Internext Conference. Uh, January 17th in Las Vegas, uh, Nevada as well. And so uh, this is uh, this live auction format is definitely hitting home with folks in the outside investment world and also within the industry itself. So we're pretty excited about that. With that, I will let everybody go. Have a great week. Be the master of your domain. And I will see you at Traffic Live next week. Take care. <laughs>